Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Where are the cheapest rings at? Show me the cheapest rings. White gold, yellow gold, cheap gold. Steel. Stainless steel. The miscongeniality of this season. What a fucking asshole. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To it's reality let's love i'm more um i'm more kind of just appalled by so you're bisexual now so you're gonna fuck women now and i can't that's 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 a harder soundbite to start the show yeah yeah, i'm saying there nothing nothing says who Rob is than announcing where are the cheapest rings. I could almost, I could almost see Gino doing it because he has a little bit of humor. He's like, uh, we're looking for something more affordable. Uh, but he, he would be kidding though, knowing that he's going to get taken for th- five months salary. Yeah. He just walks in and says that. And it's just like, it makes her feel like garbage. And she already feels like garbage, sadly. Yes. Well, and that's not even because of him. I think that's just kind of how she walks through life a little bit. I yeah. think she has self-esteem issues. But it is, again, I've had it before, but this guy thinks he's God's gift and he's always going to do the least. Always. This is Reality Gaze. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Reality Gaze with Maddie and Poodle. I'm Maddie. She's Poodle, a.k.a. Jacob Anthony, who lives on Mockingbird Lane. 666 Mockingbird Lane. 666 Apartment 9. Wow. Oh, I get it. Like 69. Yeah. I thought this thing is 666 like the no. devil. How are you doing today? It's good I'm to see well. you. Sorry, I'm still relaxed from vacation. I had to have my therapist this morning, and we talked about how my mind had a break. And so I'm just like living in gratitude today. How great. I know. How lovely. Right? 
I'm back to the grind. I'm in December mode because, y'all, we got 15 days to get a whole month of shit done. That's where I am. I've decided it's not. Channy told me. Channy told me. She's like, it's not going to get done. Let it go. It's not. It's literally not in the stars for you to get it done. You're about to do a Mercury retrograde. It's got to stop. Do it in January. I think that's lovely. And I think that's a great way to look at it. I've got projects with other people oh, well, that you, have to get done. This is why you get fucked in a Mercury retrograde, though. In break, you've been so witchy lately. Your your intuition's probably telling you this isn't going to get done, but you want to will it to be, and that's when you get ramrodded by the universe. I've scheduled, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've scheduled some things. When does the Mercury retrograde start? Um, next week. It can't be the fifteenth. Look it up. It better see. not be the fifteenth. Hey Siri, when does the Mercury retrograde start? <clears throat> uh, it says this is wrong. It says, but no, not January twenty eighth. I'll look. God, talk, talk about it now. Um, <laughs> a sissy sent me something that says that Karen Walker from Will and Grace said, "I, I, I want to. I only want to validate and love and respect people." And Jack walks over and goes, hey, Care. And she's like, honey, you got to tell you, that faggy little voice of you, yours is going right through me these days. That's what I feel like. <laughs> that faggy little voice of yours is going right through me these days. <laughs> I, I, y'all are like me and you're just in it in the holidays and you're just, you're on. It is a problem. We, we try to fit. That's one of the problems of December. We try to fit That's a true. whole month into kind of like 16 to 17 active days. Um, and that doesn't work. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I, when's the retrograde? Oh, I, can't find, I can't find it. You better tell me. I swear to God. December 13th. You're kidding. No, it's December 13th through January 1st is when it stations direct. Then there's a little bit of a show, but that's when, yeah, the 13th. So next Wednesday or Tuesday. When do you have a project that needs to be done? You got so this episode, <laughs> episode ten for better or for worse, which is how I'm going to go through December. <laughs> Send prayers, y'all. Do, do your witch spells. You're doing good spells right now. That's like, a good idea. You could not. You can't beat the universe, but you could ask for smoother things. Maybe I don't know. You really need to get in a coven at this point. I do. Do we have any? Maybe witch I'll just sisters? start a coven. Do we have a, a witch sissies? We do have witches. We do have witch Are they sissies. In a Facebook group? Witchies. <laughs> witchies. Witchies. I like that. That should be that should I be I love that. That should be a a, a subgroup of it our It should. Yeah. Not sub as in submissive group, mm. but that's a whole other thing. You know what we should do? We'll remind Jackie. Um, we'll announce it in January. We'll just remind people of all the different subgroups. Oh, there's so many to find. There, I, there's like ten at this point. There's more than that. Wow. There's more than that. That's crazy. So y'all, if if you're on the Facebook, there's group, like twenty. Look up. There's like I know there's like knitting sissies, sober sissies. Uh, there's uh, sissies who read. There's a lot of these subgroups. Book pigs. Book pigs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in book pigs. It's great. Now, okay. Peloton sissies. We have another tease that I know you wanted to say. Go ahead. Oh. You're excited oh. about it, but it, we don't have enough oh. information, so Where's I'm timey? nervous. Where's timey? Because Poodle's actually worse than me about announcing shit. I love it. I love it. 
Because y'all, there's nothing better than than announcing something and then and and getting excited for it. That's the best day, and then everything else is like hell. It's like <laughs> I feel like a mother with a with a willful child, like. I'll need. I want to tell my husband happy anniversary, but I know that my willful child is just going to interrupt me and say happy anniversary at our happy birthday. And you need. To I say am a it. willful child, and you are. Uh, willful children are are Bitches. special children. Special. Yeah, that's why I meant special children. And um, because they're not like everybody else, they're not like your they're not dishrag child. Uh, they don't get. Yeah, they yeah. don't really fit in. All right, what do you want to say? Big news. Huge. Y'all, we are very close to announcing tour dates for 2024. Yes. Um, the announcement will be made before the end of January. We are- End of January. Please don't DM us don't message asking us on when the they 15th, are. You will, you will know in plenty of advance when you can buy tickets. Um, you, will, you will know. Just follow our socials. Follow our Instagram um, which is Reality Gaze Pod Podcast. Sorry, sorry, Reality Gaze Podcast is the Instagram. We will give ticket updates there. That's where you can find all of that stuff. Yes. Um, and Canada, we will see you. That's yes. all. We will see you. Toronto, it's a promise. We're yeah. we're we're getting possibly another. So yeah, we're working um, on it. We're working on it. Basically, because so, Jake fucked every American on our last tour, so we got to get her up over in Canuck Land to get that Canuck. I don't. Okay, sure. <laughs> Isn't that um, what they say? The Canuck, Canuck. Right? Canuck, Canuck. Yeah, Canuck who fucks. Uh, so the tour is going to be called. Oh, we're announcing that, are we? Oh, okay. I said that. I know. I said you just wanted to know, but sure, that's fine. If you can dream it, tour. If you, if can, you dream can dream it. it, tour. We're all about manifesting this year. It we're is. dreaming so you can cream it later. It's a third tour, so it's a magic number. Maybe I'll pull tarot cards at each show. No. That's a great idea. No. No, I've already decided. We're not going to have time. <sighs> I'm in charge of planning the shows. So I say no time. It's fine. I What I love about tour is Jake writes all these scripts. <laughs> I just go around and see the city. I... <laughs> It works out. I do other stuff during the year. So on tour, I'm like, this is his time. Let him shine. It's going to be rigorously planned. <laughs> and I get to, I go leisurely eat brunch at a restaurant. Yeah, how how nice is that? I do other shit in the year that you don't. So it all works out. So y'all, tour dates. Uh, you will see, come see us in 2024. We'll be touring uh, April, basically, maybe in March, but for sure, April, May. Um, we're very excited. We are. We can't wait to see you. I like your socks. They're gay. They're periwinkle. Thank you. Thank you. I'm wearing my Quince. They're from Amazon. Oh, Quince sorry. is the most comfortable. No, I know they are sponsored. I'm not just Ozama, saying. Ozama, sorry. Mary Payne and I were talking about how comfortable their socks are. I haven't bought. I've only bought other clothes from them. Oh, I love their socks. Okay, um, what else? No do we one gives talk? a shit about any of that. Um, uh, y'all are crap and uh, holiday spectacular will be coming out. So look for that. Um, someone just, we just got a message. I need to respond to it as well. Asked how they give a gift of Patreon. It's a husband. So I don't know if he listens to the show. So I'll email him back, but I want to remind people you can't it's give not Patreon. possible to do it through Patreon. You can, however, give the gift of Supercast. Yes. Um, uh, some of you were, were saying that you didn't get the last Plasville. Uh, that is now up, by the way. 
Well, um, yeah, this will be four days after that happened. Yeah. Just saying it. <laughs> I like that. So just saying it. Your husband, if your husband wants to get you Patreon, so um I don't know. Uh he just has to he has to say things less to you. <laughs> yes, I'm looking you have to talk to him less that you can give you can go to Supercast and gift a subscription. It's on our if you just Google Reality Gaze and Supercast, I think the technical website is realitygazemulti.supercast.com. Yeah. So just Google it and it'll go to our main page. And when you go to the page, if they scroll down, it'll show like the three tiers. But if you scroll a little bit more, it'll say it's a little black box that says gift a subscription. Gift a subscription. You can do that. And then away you go, you free to hoe. <clears throat> um, also, Smothered is coming back December 12th. That's my gift um, that I wanted. I think we manifested that. I'm I'm calling it. Also, Jennifer We Love- did marry, manifest <clears throat> Mary Brittany. Yes. That was us. Jennifer Love Hewitt shouldn't be thanking me because I manifested her Ghost Whisperer reboot. Apparently they're going to be doing it's- that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, and the Crappens Christmas specials, which will air, start airing the 25th, I believe, some, 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 sometime, some time in between the dates of Christmas and New Year's. Um, what do you think of the new announcement? I emailed it to you, but I want to know, what do you think of the new announcement of Jennifer, uh, Lopez doing Kiss of the Spider Woman with Bill Condon? Well, I don't know that show at all. It's a fantastic score. Oh, it is. This it is the it's such a gay musical. Oh, it's it is so gay. Ooh, what's about it? It's literally it's it's in um I want to say is it Latin America or South America? It's it's a prison, and this kind of gay uh man and the they have a has put a political prisoner as his cellmate. Really? Um, yeah, and it's how they how they get along and how they become close. Cheetah Rivera was in Cheetah Rivera and um. Barrett and Raul Julia. Ah, I remember when Vanessa Williams did a remake of it. She was, you mean a uh, revival? revival, Yeah. Vanessa Williams. Bill Condon, big old queen. You know you're gay, not only when you're a musical theater director, but you're Ina Garten's friend. (laughs) That's gay. That's another level of gay. Um, I he directed Chicago. I think it's great. I no, he didn't. That's Rob Marshall. You're thinking Rob Marshall, another gay. What did Bill Con? Did he do it? Who Dream Girls? Dream Girls. Yes. Sorry. Um, I feel like three fourths of the show is is us doing is me 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 hearing you and going. That's not right. Ronnie and Ben said the same thing. They do it too. It doesn't make it right. (laughs) It's just what happens. So, um, I I said I I would be great if she could act. I said what I said. I said what I said. She can dance. She can, she can singish. Sing. She can sing. Remember when she said, "Let's get loud" at the inauguration. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was great when she said that. Oh, I loved that so much. Oh, that was so self-serving. Um, I mean, she's who she is. It, you know what? I'm glad she's getting that made. It's actually a beautiful story with a great score. So I'm happy that it's getting done. Was she the one to play the Spider Woman? Probably not. But is the Spider Woman supposed to be older? 
The Spider Woman is supposed to be kind of ethereal and mysterious. Because why not? I'm thinking like Ariana DeBose. Uh, is she too young? Yes. Yeah, I don't know the type. I'm just yeah. spitballing here. She also needs to be a little bit older. Okay. And she also needs to have this kind of camp appeal. So she's got that going. Are you a Spider Woman? <laughs> I would love to do the role. My dancing may need some work, though. <laughs> Usually, she's Latina like, as well. Jake, you can't just hump the pole. You can't hump the spider web, Jake. I'm certain. <laughs> I, I also, y'all, y'all, y'all have seen the, the thing for Capote and his swans. The, oh, yes. The thing. I'm a little upset I wasn't contacted to, to audition even. It's a good time to be a gay man. I did say I was offer only, so um, I think that might have hurt my chances. You can use that for Piano Cat, not for... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, I'll well. I'll just soldier on. <clears throat> um, I think that's it for the announcements. All right. Are you believe, you're, so when are you going to South Carolina, though? The 18th. Oh, so you're finishing on the 15th, and then you're traveling... So you will be fully in a Mercury retrograde with your mother. Yes. Okay. All right. Retrograde with my mother. <laughs> the last Almodovar film. I don't know who that is, but that's funny. Pedro Almodovar. Oh, I've heard that name. They made something. Yeah, he made. They made something. All right. Good for them. Put your name out there. Anything else? I think that's it. Uh, yeah. That's it. All right. I must soak up every speech of sunlight to get back to Michigan. <laughs> uh, who's watching Coco? I guess Gino's family. I guess so. I um, guess so. Yo, Gino comes in from taking Coco for a walk. We jab Coco. Come on. Come on, Coco. And, and he walks in the bedroom and Gina goes, what are you doing? And Jasmine goes, I'm cookie. <laughs> she's folding laundry. It's very obvious. She's folding laundry on their just sad living. She really does need to decorate this place. I was, I'm going to say this. It needs a I, woman's touch. And I hate that phrase, but it needs I, it. I know. I hate that touch too. Yeah. Right? I hate that, <laughs> that, that Well, phrase. you don't like that touch I also either. hate touch I, in You general. hate touch. Even some manly touch, but I don't you mind. Really don't be, like a I don't touch. mind being pawed at. <laughs> I don't like a touch, though. You don't like, I like sweet a, no, little touches. No, no, get away from me. You need to be like. I need. I need. I need, to be, I need to be like slapped, rolled, roughed, or pushed around. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't like that. That sweet caress. It's not in no. your nature. Look, 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 some pawing and some rough callous, probably that hands. soft petting would make you shed your skin too early. Yeah. That's it. I want to be pet. Like, you know how you pet a cat hard <laughs> and they're, they're like, Row. that is you. That's what I want. And then yeah. I bite you. That is what you do. No, I was going to say, I feel like that watching them is always funny to me. I love it. Um, and I think. They both have a sense of humor in how their relationship is being depicted on television. Yeah, I think great. they get it. Um, I don't get tired of watching them. Um, 
and okay, sorry, so, someone sorry, dick sorry. pick in the middle no, of the show. Am I bothering you? Literally, it's a, it's it's about <laughs> scheduling auditions, and I've been waiting for that text. <laughs> so sorry. So, and that's why I turned my phone over. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm just doing what you do to me. Uh, well. Yours are always, unless your father was like, no, mine are not important because they're not yours. That's it. <laughs> Just admit it. Thank you. I'm glad you've said it. <laughs> so they uh, basically, Dana, he went to go see his cousin Dana. And, and Dana even says, well, you probably should have told her about your bachelor party. It's a uh, flashback. We don't yeah. see it. Yeah. And uh, you should be honest with her. And then he apologizes for not telling her. He does. And then she she can't even take that. She goes, why would anyone want to touch half-naked women? But didn't she have a bachelorette party with dicks? Did she not see strippers? I don't remember. I don't remember that. I, I don't know if she did or not. I do not know. But, um... She's like, what is, he's like, it's a, it's a tradition in this country. And she's like, what is the tradition to touch the strippers, to sleep with strippers, to have them give you a blow job? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's the tradition. Uh, Maybe killed one. Uh, then you're, then you're meeting the wrong strippers. I don't, I that's don't think that's what a bachelor party no, is for. No. Um, I, I would actually be upset if my intended did well, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I know that's a cliche, but then again, our marriage would probably be open, so maybe I wouldn't care. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> maybe, maybe I wouldn't care. What am I talking I don't about? Think you would. Uh, I'll never get married again. <laughs> the eighth time eighth was a charm. Time was a charm. Was a charm. So then, then she keeps saying. Uh, then she starts on with the lip gloss and all the things about how she can't trust we trust kinda, him, which he kind of. Glosses over. Um, they drop that, and then she says, "I." He's like, "I wish, I, I wish you could let that go. I love you, and I've never cheated on you, and I never, I will never cheat on you, and I never have. I believe him. I really do believe him. Um, <clears throat> I don't think he's physically cheated on her. I bet you, in the first part of their relationship, he probably was having emotional com or sexual conversations with other women for a while." That I believe, but I think his idea of what he's what cheating is is physical. Yeah, yes, and so I was just about to add. So she would freak out about it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think she's he's also being, been talking to Dane. That's true. So Her ex. So really, that's why I kind of like watching their things because Jasmine's hysterics, y'all. She has no high heel to stand on. No, no stiletto. So, uh, but she says, I'm going to give him the opportunity to prove he's the man for me. But y'all, we're going bowling. And I'm going to say, Jasmine says, this is an excuse for people to eat fast food. 100%. 100%. 100%. That's why I go to baseball games. To eat hot dogs, yeah. And garlic fries. Yeah. That's the best thing about a baseball game. That and their asses. Baseball players have good asses. I agree. I actually prefer to sit more in the outfield in a baseball game because you can look at their asses more. Do you pay attention to the game at all? No, not really. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. I actually like baseball. I like watching the sport of baseball. I mean, tennis is my sport, but baseball probably would be my second. See, I just find watching tennis to be boring. Oh, I'll scream at the TV. Yeah. Yeah. 
I just I but I find people say that baseball is a boring sport, but I like the like sitting back and watching the watching them hit the ball and I think it's very relaxing throwing the ball and throwing the ball. Throwing the ball and it's catching boring on the TV, ball. But it's fun. I, I have a great time. Yeah. Well, I have a great time going to a Dodgers game until you start screaming wearing your Atlanta Braves hat and then people and I have to remind you that a fan a Giants fan was once killed at Dodger Stadium so you I shut the fuck up. I got a big mouth out. when it comes to sports. Yeah, I don't go to baseball games with him anymore. It's his life on the it line. D- it did get a little scary Dodger sometimes. Dodger fans are fucking rough. Yeah, I kind of someone yelled at me one time and said, "Look at this fucker wearing this." And I was like, Okay, I was like, just keep walking. I didn't. I didn't do the tomahawk chop. Thank God. Which you did when I took when you went with me, and <laughs> we went on my law office tickets. So we're like in the fourth row behind a Dodger dugout. By the way, I just want to say this: I love Jasmine's short hair. It takes ten years off of her. I think it looks good on her. It looks really good. I know that she's been on an alopecia or propecia or alopecia. She's had journey. alopecia. Yeah, looks so, great. Uh, she says. It smells in here like shoes, farts, and sweat. And it's I went, ex- check, check, check. That's the bowling alley. That's what a bowl, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he gets like fries, uh, pretzels, beer, nachos. And and she says, I am not cleaning the toilet after this. He's like, I'll go. <laughs> She's like, like, I'll go with the bowling alley. <laughs> and even she has to die and laughing. She laughs at that too. So um, Jasmine's really good at it. She's doing granny bowl or what's it called? I like called? sports that can be more physical, but I am good at it. Good. What is it called when you, granny shot? Yeah, granny granny bowl. That's what they used to call is it. Is that when what you, they call it? When you play basketball and you shoot it between your legs. I'm not familiar. Oh, do you never play basketball? I did, but I didn't shoot up between my legs. Oh, yeah. So um, I wasn't very good at basketball. The ball hit me in the nose one time that I was dribbling. I bet dribbling was. I was just. Talking, I bet <laughs> dribbling was. It wasn't easy for me. I bet it was yeah. very hard. Because it was hard to dribble and walk. It's a space thing. To yeah. a depth perception, you I'm don't not, have. That. I don't have a lot of good depth. I perception. just imagine just a little pooch just hitting yourself in the face over and over with the ball. Also, I felt like I needed to hit the ball instead of dribble it. Yeah, it's. I wasn't yeah. great at it either. I, basketball was not my sport. Um, what was? Um, I wasn't bad at tennis actually, and I was, and I was pretty good at baseball. But you didn't start playing tennis until. I know an adult. I played it. I know I played it some in middle school. Oh, we thought we were going to change schools. And they had a tennis team, and so I did a, a summer camp, and I was actually not bad. It's definitely the gay sport. That's why I did it, because the outfits lured me in. And then who <laughs> knows? I loved, Yeah, I just wanted to put sweater over my shoulders <clears throat> and talk about Buffy. That's literally why I wanted to play tennis. And then I Jesus. got into it, and I was like, well, this is fun. And no, <laughs> I haven't played pickleball. I'm not against it. I just haven't played pickleball. But then, but no, I was, I played baseball until I was in sixth grade. I was a... Ironically, a pretty good pitcher. <laughs> Didn't transfer have, in life. Haven't pitched since sixth grade. <laughs> haven't pitched since sixth grade. Um, anyway, y'all. They're going to go to Miami. He says, well, I like it with the first thing. He's like, how about a vacation? What's a, where's a fun and exciting place? She goes, Hawaii. And she goes, eh, that's expensive. Uh, that's too expensive. We, we, got, we got a wedding soon. And, and he says, what about Miami. And she goes, my love language is our vacation. She's like, your love language is money, <laughs> which is goes, true. Which is true. Anyway, um, uh, y'all. Miami. They are 
you just know that Gino is an obsessive packer. Like, cause he's like, he's just, he's like, we'll just buy something when we get here. He's like, he's like, no, we won't do that. No. Cause he didn't want to no. spend the money yeah. either. So he wants to bring everything. He's like a boy scout. Um, so they get to the airport, they land in Miami and Jasmine goes, goodbye, cold Michigan. <laughs> um, she take like we said, we see her strip. She says, I'm like a cactus. I need to absorb all of the sun that I get like a cactus. And so, y'all, this is the beginning. Remember I called this. You did say this. Uh, she this says. This is the beginning. She's talking in Spanish to the Uber driver. And, uh, and then as soon as she, as soon as she knows, you know, she's like, this fucking gringo hasn't made the effort to learn any, any Spanish in three fucking years. It's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> well, and he tells her a lot of people don't know this about Miami, but a lot do, but there are parts of Miami that you go to where English is not spoken. Yeah. At you all. don't have to speak English. And so that obviously makes Jasmine. Father feel- Poodle was very confused when he was there. Oh, really? He would go up to someone in the airport and he's like, excuse me. And they would go, okay. <laughs> and he would go, friend. <laughs> Don't you speak English? This is America. America. Gracias. Migo. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See... Now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, 
We've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. Songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies 
Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Anyway, so uh, they no, but you didn't finish your sentence. What you predicted is that I she's predicted gonna is wanna, she's going to move him to, him to, to Florida. Move. I don't know if it's going to be Miami because they can't afford it. They can't afford Miami, but I, Tamps. They they could they could afford they could afford Bradenton where Nicole lives. Yeah, yeah. Ocala I, where my brother lived. That was. Maybe they could do like um, Naples area. That's beautiful. I've heard. I just think she's going to get him to move down there. I think it'll be. You know, he is close to his family. Uh, it makes me sad if they move down there because the chances of having the family Gino as a show would be less. I don't think we need his family is kind of awful, with the exception of like his. His cousin's wife. That's true. Maybe we just. Don't. I don't want his family. But they, they would have to be a cheaper place. Maybe, maybe they would be like because she's not going to want to be up in the Panhandle. No. Oh fuck no. Because I don't either. That, but she wants to be in a place where there. Yeah. There's. Yeah. No. It would need to be at least Spanish speaking people. At least su- Southern Florida. Mid at least. Yeah. At least. Um, I feel like there was a. Is Tampa considered mid Florida or Southern? You know, I don't know. I think it's it's further down there, but it's not all the way down. I'm looking forward to going to that. City. It's like halfway down the dick. Like you slide halfway mm. down. Florida does kind of look ring. like a big dick that can't get hard. Mm-hmm. That's just too big. Yeah. Anyway, she's happy, but it makes her miss her family. And she said, "When I told my son, he said that I was going to Florida. He said, oh, good. That means my mom is closer to me.' And that touched my heart." And uh, last thing, he's like, Jasmine, don't put your phone over the railing. You might drop it. <laughs> they, yeah, they FaceTime her son. That was funny. I get nervous about that, too. Oh, come on. No, not You're not going to drop it. No, I don't get nervous about me. I get nervous about it with you. I'm holding my phone no, very clearly. You drop things all the time. I am a dropper. You are. I'm a, I'm a dropper. I mm. fully admit that. You fully admit that. You know who that. else is a dropper? The person who lives above yeah, me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's true. Consistently dropping things. Um, before we talk about the next couple, I just we, there's not much we have to say about it, but I want, but I just know you all care. New season of Drag Race announced. By the way, did you see the cast? I didn't know I any of the did. queens. I did see the new season. Did you know any of the queen, no. queens? I don't. I feel like don't they? I feel like there's usually a couple of queens we know that are already famous, but this is like a whole group of. I think queens are becoming famous now on the internet before anything else. That makes me feel old. That's the way things are. Well, it's coming out in January, so I'm telling you that because I've already had like four of you message me. We're not covering I, the show. I know, which I pre- they're just they know we watch. I, I've people people have so sent me they, the trailer. Yeah, watch the trailer. It's really cute. God, what is she doing up there? <laughs> Moving a Doric column, uh, <laughs> marble. It's the only thing possible only that makes thing. that noise. Rob and Sophie, y'all, we're getting, I will say this. Um, I know most of you who listen are like us, and you just either fast forward or grit your teeth through both Rob and Sophie and Justin and Nikki. And uh, besides those two, I enjoy this season. 
I think, and now with Sam and 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 citrus fruit, yeah, um, or Citra, uh, I think, I I I think it's I don't mind this season at all. What if Sam and Citra's storyline is shortened because he ends up going to jail? That'll be a first. Jesus, it could happen. I think it's that they're having to they have such an elevated um, or an escalated yeah escalated, process yeah. Um, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, also, Rob is just so boring to me. Didn't they, didn't they announce Happily Ever After in March? Yeah. There's March 17th. no way this is going to continue through March. February. Well, maybe. No, yeah. Maybe, maybe it will. Cause we'll have yeah. four episodes in January, four in Feb. Tell all, it's two or a three parter. So it's and I possible. can see with this cast them definitely do a three parter and do kind of like they did the one. Was it happily ever after or what was it where they all kind of <clears throat> mingled with one another? Oh, I hated that. Yeah, because single life is coming in January. Y'all be sure to go to our Instagram because we did like a single life January first. Who's your fan? Yeah, who's your fantasy cast? Uh, we for don't single life. It, they have not announced the cast yet, which is absurd. Uh, they should soon. And then, but yes, March 17th, I believe, St. Patrick's Day is when Happily Ever yes. After is dropping. We don't know who's going to be on it yet. Um, I'm really hoping it's, we need to give Andre and Libby some rest. Well, um, there is, did you also see that we don't cover this? Diaries. Diaries. Coming there, back. There's a lot of people on Diaries. Actually, there were some old people that I was interested in seeing. Like who? Um, <laughs> like what? Uh, who was it? Caesar and Tom and I'm not interested in either of those. Caesar, maybe just going to the nail salon. Oh, and riding and sitting, sitting on the couch in his bike helmet. There was because 90 Day <clears throat> Diaries. Is that the one where they film it they like film on it, their phone? They film it on their phones. That's the part I don't love. It's going to be. <laughs> let's see. Here you go. It's going to be in, and when does that come on? 90 Day Diaries. We should have talked about this before because people care. Yeah, March 17th is Happily Ever After. And 90 Day <clears throat> Diaries is, where is it? Isn't that something that comes on Discovery Plus? Maybe um, not. I don't know. Let's see. Seven Little Johnsons. That sounds dirty. 90 Day Diaries <laughs> is January 8th at 9 p.m. So it's going to be on the okay. network. We're not going to be able we're to cover it we're not going to have time. But the cast members uh, this season are going to be, um, oh, Patrick and Thais, Kara and Guillermo. Okay. This is what, Stephen and Olga. Wow. Yeah. That's a blast from the past. Ed they have and, two children now. Yeah, Ed and Liz. Ugh. Fuck that. But Elizabeth and Andre. Okay, so that's a good yeah. sign so I think, that yeah. they may not be on Happily Ever After. Ari and Benny. Boy. It, I don't want to see any of that. Oh, I kind of almost want to do now. Brandon and Julia haven't okay. had them in a while, and then Tom and Caesar. Well, Tom, comma Caesar, but it does say Tom and Caesar <laughs> I know, in the press release. It's a mistake. Release. David and Annie, Jenny and Summit, and then also, and it says um, and um, Kim. I guess Kim Bali. I guess so. Um, maybe they're calling. I don't know. It says Kim. That I'd watch. And Sinjin. I gotta say, we, we're not gonna have enough time. If we did, I kind of would watch this. I'm probably gonna watch it. We're just not gonna cover it. Maybe I'll do like with Lost Resort. 
I'll watch it and I'll do a little update. You just went Laos Resort. Laos Resort. Uh, so that's a good. I I've already predicted. It's definitely Ashley and Manuel. Gino and Jasmine are definitely on it. Um, happily, yeah, I feel like. Um, Although they probably need to give them a break after the other way in ninety day, but they won't. No, I think um, Bilal is going to be back and Shida. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Barf. Anyway, but right now we'll say that it's all about single life. So let us know on our Instagram, Reality Gays Podcast. Uh, Vote with your emoji who you think is going to be on. Uh, Well, we're Robin, Rob, and Sophie. We are right after the (laughs) bye 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 reveal. Did you see? I shared it on our Insta. Actually, did you see Chris and Wah from DocuCity's reenactment of this? Yes. It was so. She went. (laughs) I'm by. You guys, if you're not following Dr. Really Sweetie's Instagram and TikTok, you're missing it. They're funny. So he's he's not saying anything. And then y'all, because in what universe did we think he'd have a good reaction? Well, at first he says, you know, in his talking head, he's like, well, it's not a bad thing. But then he says, but it just raises new questions. And I do. It's not that I disagree with how he feels because he is right. Or I think that's valid. If someone told me I'm bi and I said, okay, have you explored this sexuality at all or anything? And they say, no, I would go, do you have concerns of getting married at 22 years old? You say you're bi. That, that is the only thing uh, that is the only thing that he said that I thought had I think that's not the way he said it yeah but I think that it's a hundred percent valid that on top of that she also already basically told him she didn't want to have kids I would be like I don't know if I could trust you it didn't read that way to me let let me see what the first thing he said don't like saying it because I want to I want to track through this the first thing he said is this is something you should have told me two and a half years ago blame that was terrible shame and she says I didn't know that then or she as she says it I wasn't accepting of it yeah and um and so the first thing that should have happened or you know you you can never you can never manage how this is going to work, but in an ideal world, it would be the first thing would be thank you for trusting enough, trusting me enough to tell me that. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Okay. That thank you for telling me. Mm-hmm. That that's the first thing. So mm-hmm. if this ever happens in your life, or someone needs to come out to you, just it's a, it's nice to say thank you for trusting enough, trusting me enough. Or at least saying, or at least depending on the situation. And validating sometimes them. somebody's married to someone and right. they come out. That's a different thing. Like, obviously, that could be, you don't have to just say, this is great. Obviously, if it affects your life. But the way Rob immediately jumped, like you said, jumps Blames. to a blame. It's blame. That you should have told me earlier. Yeah. And then, then he starts basically interrogating. Have you been with a woman? And she says, I have not dated a woman. Very interesting, very interesting language she's using. Um, she, even though she says I haven't dated a woman, d- didn't she said she'd never hooked up with a woman. You would know interesting language being interrogated by a spouse. <clears throat> yeah. You know how to talk around it. Oh, she yeah. does, She didn't fully say she. Mm-hmm. 
She did. I didn't think about it until you just said it. She did kind of dance around it a little now, bit. Now, then he goes into his, then he says, this was completely stupid. He's like, well, that's, this is ridiculous because most girls are attracted to women. They can appreciate other women's beauty. And I went, that's not being attracted to. I can appreciate a woman's beauty and not want to fuck her or not want to be, not want to being attracted to them. I agree. I, again, even if he had said, so when you say bye, does that mean are you just attracted and see the beauty in other women or you actually want to be with them? The fact that he basically is mansplaining her sexuality to her and what that is to her, instead of a curious questioning, he's just saying, shaming her with what well, most girls are like this. So you're probably just like well, them. You're not what, bi. What he, is, what he is undermining here is bi as a description of a sexuality. Well, what her, he's, yeah. Yeah. What he's... What he's is because obviously when someone says I'm I'm bisexual I'm bi that means uh, that I find uh, both both genders both sexes attractive um, and uh, this is something that I would probably want to pursue sexually and that's understood and so he's trying to change what he thinks the definition of it is. Mm -hmm. It's really awful. And he's basically, it's this man mansplaining, but he's trying to tell her what she believes. And then, and then he says, so you'd have sex with a woman? And she says, I would, yes. But he says, but you, so you want to, you know, you want to fuck a woman, but you're cool with never doing it. And she dances around the question again and says, I'm cool with marrying you. Well, I would say the same thing because it's true, but what, I just want to say that like, this is kind of her problem is that she doesn't. Well, he's, he's dealing with absolutes here. Mm -hmm. He's dealing with the idea that if we got married, which is, th and that's the funniest part about this is because he, they, they both been accused of being now that he's been accused of infidelity and basically owned up to it. And now he is having second thoughts about marrying someone where, where he's saying, and you'll never have sex with a woman. What does that make you feel like? It's gross. Uh, so he's like, so it sounds like though, which I would worry about this too, but the way he says, well, it just sounds like 10 years from now, you're going to be out of this. You're done. Well, it's just that you would cheat on me with a woman. And she said, if that did happen, uh, if, I, if it did happen that I was attracted to a woman, I would tell you, and we would try to work something out. We would try to at least talk about it. Well, then he said, though, but you don't get a side relationship. If a girl wants to be with this, you, then we can hook up together. We'd, well, he, you, you said it in a much nicer way. <laughs> well, that's true. We'd fuck a girl together. Whoa. So. Not familiar. This, this is when it turns into... You're not having a side relationship because a that would tap. mean you're choosing it's you you're choosing someone else besides me. That'll never happen. It'll have to be you and me and the girl. Already, y'all, there's no discussion no. about this. He is he is micromanaging her bisexuality. And it is so hard to watch. It's not, and really you see that that is their relationship dynamic, period. Is that I like Sophie. She's fine, but she's also a wet blanket. She doesn't know how to stand up for herself. She doesn't know how to, she doesn't, I don't think she knows who she is. Well, I want to say this. She gets walked on a lot, walked over a lot. I think, I think, I think you have to look, and this is, this is sad, but I think you have to learn not to be walked over. Yes. Especially, especially being 
a young woman in this world, I think your parents have to either teach you that, but a lot of, a lot of times you, you're not taught how to stand up for yourself in this world. Yeah. I'm not, I don't mean it in a blame. I just mean, that's where she is in her life. She just accepts and doesn't, um, assert herself. Yeah. And that's the dynamic of the relationship is that Rob tells her what to do. Also, you kind of assume that not everyone is going to control you and treat you like shit. Yeah. And I think she's been with, maybe she's, she has a history of people that, maybe he's the first one who's been like that. He I don't just know. Can Probably tell not. She feels, no, not. You can tell that she feels very unlovable. Yeah. Um, it's a shame. I, and even I like the, her. Even in the whole episode, the way she lets him talk to her and accept it here, but then also to the fact that she just, when they were doing the ring shopping, I thought, here you are totally fine with a $250 ring. Like when you, or at least advertising that you can, that you make your own money and then you can pay for something nicer and you just accept it. I can't imagine, Sissy said that she had either had or has an OnlyFans. I can't imagine her having the... No, uh, Kyle said that. Yeah, I can't imagine that she... She must have like a different persona or something. I can't imagine her doing that. Because it's so putting yourself out there. I think people can do anything they want to on the internet. I've heard. I've heard. Yeah, you would People know. People can be anyone they want to that's on the internet. Yeah, you put true. a pup mask on me and who knows what happens. You got to stop saying that. I'm getting too many ads on my Facebook <laughs> of those now. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but... That all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Someone got someone 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 sent a thing to our Facebook group that had one of those penis cages <laughs> that they got on their face. They're like, I can only assume this is from listening to the podcast. <laughs> Not my fault. You're welcome. I had to tell you what they were. I'm kind of shocked that you didn't know what they were. I'm kind of proud that I didn't. You're such a little Mary Jane. I still have room to explore. You don't need to hit me with a 57 Chevy at 72 miles per hour on the side just for me to feel something in my ass. 75. (laughs) It's gone up. It used to be 50. It's always going to go up. (laughs) 
Yo, the stakes just keep on climbing. Uh, so they, they do walk in and then he keeps saying, will you be happy with just me? And this is, this is, and this is the worst thing. He's going to use this against her time and time and time again. And he's always going to go back to that. Like if there's some type of doubt in the relationship and he'll say, well, how do I know you're just not going to leave me for a woman? Every time She's mad at him. I will say there's there's a validity, not validity. Well, I would I would be I would it would bring up my own insecurity of dating someone who is bi. And I know this and I say my insecurity because I know it's not that actual reality of the situation. Yeah. People who are bi can be attracted to another sex and have a long monogamous relationship or whatever they I've, want with other people. But I've dated, I would, I've dated by guys. I would be in a long-term relationship. My own self-doubt would come up of saying, well, am I going to be enough for you? Like, cause you're going to need to be with a woman one day. I think, you know, but it's, to but me, I would own it that it's yeah. my bullshit. But to me, and this is, this is me. That's not my binary to have. No, I agree. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just saying that it would trigger, and it triggers on Rob, this like whatever emotional brokenness he has and vulnerability he has. But he's never going to acknowledge that because this guy is like, in, like, he probably says he is, but this guy wouldn't know vulnerability. Well, if it was a 75 Chevy or hitting yeah. at 75 miles an hour, he wouldn't know at all. And that's what, what he does is he takes his vulnerability and twists it to weaponize it to shame her. Yeah. But trying to – dating a person who says that they're bi, it, you're, you're – you, I understand what you're saying about it would, it would make me think I'm not good enough for them. I think that, that would be – that's something that the person who's bi would need to say, that's not it at all. And I don't think she can say this. Yeah, it's it's not about it's not about that you're not enough. It is about me opening up to you, telling that I'm attracted to both men and women. And if something does happen, it's this is not about your worth at all. Yeah. And and I'm sure people hearing that they, it's a scarcity mindset. They think, oh, this person's going to leave me. And and I feel I I know. Bisexual people get that all the time. Yeah, because the guy I I I talked a lot about, especially one guy who I dated for quite a while, um, and the amount of like jokes that people made or people that he was in relationships with about, well, I just know you're going to go fuck a guy or fuck another girl or something like that. Yeah, and it was really hard for him. That's gross. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this made me anyway. He walks right in, y'all, and says. White gold, cheap, the cheapest ring possible. They find something. This is the thing, y'all. If you're, there's got to be a better way to go to a jewelry store. If you if you can only afford five hundred dollars, there's got to be a way to make it fun that you're not buying two hundred fifty dollar brass rings that like. Let's say you wanted to go, you can find like jewelry store, like fake things for $10 each. I think I'd rather have a $10 ugly ring than a $250 ring. Yeah. That's, that's what's weird to me about this. Um, and well, then get other, get your, get your nice rings later. Well, it goes back to what I was saying. 
Rob feels inadequate. Yeah. He feels like a loser because he kind of is. Yeah. Um, but instead of owning that, this is what I'm saying, he walks into that jewelry store and he takes that insecurity and he uses it to <clears> like <throat> swing his dick around because he's, he's not, it's not what he's saying to the jeweler. It's what he's saying to her. Of, yeah. What she's worth. You're worth only this. And instead of saying, I feel really shitty that I can only afford this ring, but this is what I can afford for you. That's such a better place yeah. to go in. I would love to have been in the room when they were casting this couple. Because anyone who has an eye for casting would go, this is not good. Or he is that's completely probably, unlikable. That's probably why they cast him. I, I, we, they even said, Naughty Day does not cast people we like. They cast people we talk about. They've said that. Yeah, but I think there's a big difference between someone like Rob and Big Ed. There is, but with Rob, he is not like, but Sophie is very likable. True. I, so I think that's what balances out. Ugh. It, this guy, just, he just makes me feel sick when I watch him. Let's move on. I'm done too. I don't have a lot more to say. The no, ne- that's it. The they next one ring. is Nikki and Justin. <laughs> there wasn't as much with this. Um, <laughs> it's. I'd rather talk about it in theoretics because it makes me sick to talk about them in reality because I don't think anything's real. Yeah, Justin's chasing after her and... Uh, he's saying like, you know, I needed physical stuff. I didn't know. He's still saying, I, I didn't know that, that we were beginning a relation, which I think is bullshit, but whatever. Well, let me, I don't think, actually, I want to clarify. He said, I didn't know when our relationship started because everything wasn't clear. Mm-hmm. She knows very well because you know what it was? When she started giving him money again. Probably, and yeah. And that's, that's what she said. Oh, yeah. That, but I would do think when someone filled a K-1 visa for me, if they're filing a marriage visa, I would think it's pretty serious. I don't know how clear she made that to him, though. No, that's true. And so I don't want to defend him saying, because saying I didn't know when we were blah, 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 official. Because when he says, as soon as we got engaged, it was nobody else. And then I don't know if I believe that. Really? Yeah, I don't. I like him a lot less than you. I know you don't love him, but he gives it's not me, even me liking. He him. gives me the creeps. I don't trust him. Okay. I, there's there's the there's too much waffling and wishy washiness about it, and just I think he blame. It seems like he blames a lot of people or a lot of things about communication, but at the same time, like. There is this kind of common denominator how a lot of the way he's viewing this, even though she's trans, he's still, I think he's trying to view this as a heterosexual or cis whatever relationship, which is part of the problem. I think that's how she wants it too. No, I do too. Yeah. Um, So I just feel like there's some absolutes that he says, well, I didn't understand. I just, I'm a little over this excuse of not clear. But I don't know. Right, but that not it for both of them? For Yeah, for both of them too. But I, instead of like, I, I, I think it's a shared responsibility for both of them. I don't right. think it's all on, I don't think it's all on her for, 
she didn't maybe she didn't communicate to him of when their date of when they were exclusive but i do think it's pretty understood in any if someone is filing a marriage visa I, for me i i agree that, with you yeah, i, I don't know how clear that was yeah and or how what what that was or when that if he even knew about it maybe it'll be a tell-all thing that they'll clear yeah. up well what she said is as soon as we started talking together hers is well first of all she says we were talking and and he's like yeah we were talking but we didn't know if we were together and then she's like you mean even we were in mexico and what actually i think her version of their relationship is extremely heteronormative like yeah. and, and and especially in a way that is almost conservative in if we were going on vacation together, you were absolutely never hooking up with the girls. And she keeps saying you were fucking bitches. You were fucking bitches. And it is just it basically everything that she is doing for him that 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 she's accusing him of is getting out of her control. It doesn't seem like a relationship. She mm. was giving him money and she assumed, and the K-1 visa was the ultimate control. And the fact that he was um, hooking up with other girls, or he's never really announced, he's never, never really fully admitted, but he did say, I had sex friends. Yeah. And he said, but it didn't mean anything. And she, she's so insecure that the fact he was choosing someone else, I knew it was because someone else. So it's the fact that she can't be the number one chosen one in control all the time that really pisses her off. Mm -hmm. She has the most character flaws of anyone this season. Yeah, she's flawed. I mean, for sure. Oh, God, Tommy's freaking out. It's blinking. Oh. Yeah, she definitely, I mean, she's that's a been nightmare. To be in a relationship with. Yeah, I, I, they're a bad combination. For uh, I mean, again, I feel like she, I mean, I don't want to keep repeating myself, but I think that she, they're, that she has, it's kind of a little bit like Rob. She has so much insecurity about who she is and, yeah. not, and not feeling unloved that when Justin triggers those things, because that is a very normal trigger. This guy's not fucking me. Who is he fucking? To be triggered by that, but then to use it she uses it to weaponize and control instead of saying kind of from a vulnerable place, do you even love me? Like we got a little bit of that in the episode where she's like, are we friends? Like, but she doesn't go about it well. Um, later on, she says, people like me with my past don't have many options, especially with a good looking person. Yeah. I noticed that too. Like, oh. Sadly, a lot, he, oh, that's just a gross, when she said that, I went, that so explains how you feel about yourself. Like if you're not with someone good looking, then you're not worthy. And, and the Which fact a that- a lot of people think that. I agree. But the fact that she's trying, she's seeing the Instagramness of it all. I mean, that sadly is the world we're living in now with a lot of people. Anyway, uh, so later on, she's packing. She's sex. She says, she's kind of lays on her lap. It's weird. She's crying. He just puts his head on her lap and it looks like a mother and child and it was yeah. creepy. And then, y'all, you know, then it gets to, it's her shame spiral and he's trying to stop her, but it's not, it's, it's trying to weaponize it to hurt him because she says, now I know why you didn't want to make love to me. I feel betrayed and used because this is comfortable for her. 
This is who she's trying to be the whole season because mm-hmm. this is how she feels strongest in a weird way. This well, feels she's, normal. She's used to – it feels normal for her to – because honestly, she's probably had a lot of a lot of people in relationships fuck her, fuck her over in her life. So she's used to just feeling – betrayed or but that's why she sabotaged the whole thing no that's what i'm saying yeah Yeah. i don't mean uh, yeah i i think that because again that's a valid point to say again that vulnerability of you don't you're having sex with other women not me okay possibly but then to use it as because it's wrapped in this confusion and just again weaponizing her her pain uh and then this is and then y'all it all comes back to cold hard cash at the end. And she's like, because he, she said, I helped him financially. And, and she, that's when, that's what she can't get away from that. She got tricked monetarily. And that's the worst part of it. And, and then I don't think that's the worst part of it. I think the worst part of it for her is that he does not want to have sex with her. I think that's the worst thing, but then right under that is money. But this is what she's known that he doesn't want to have sex with her for this song, but she finds out that's when she spirals completely mm-hmm. that it was money. It, he took her money mm-hmm. and was still, as she kept saying, fucking other bitches. Don't forget. I love you. And, uh, and then he says, uh, he does say though, I totally feel bad. He's like, I told some truth and maybe to translate, but I'm like, but why does it not feel like you haven't told the whole truth? I think there is, I do think that it makes her spiral as well as that he is withholding things from her and he's dropping little things. And she goes, cause when she said, now I feel, I felt this in my gut and now it all makes sense. I do think that's her, her pattern, but I think also there's been things that she just, you know, when you're with someone or, or any situation, something in your your gut feeling feels off. I think she's been feeling this offness for her because she doesn't know yeah. what's been. I, I don't think they know really about each other's lives very much. And that's pretty apparent I, now that they're I want to bring one thing up. I said, it's interesting that she has said... I want, uh, sorry, she still wants a fully committed relationship, kind of a heteronormative relationship. Mm-hmm. However, what she has encouraged him to do and what he has done for her is as a trans person, he has introduced her to his friends, to his family. He has done the heavy lifting here mm-hmm. to make her feel like a part of his life. Mm-hmm. And she has not even really said anything about it, but she still wants their relationship to be extremely heteronormative. Mm-hmm. I, I just find that so interesting. Um, <sighs> and anyway, I, and then she keeps saying, if I, and then the last thing she says, and this is how I would say it was about money. If I'd have known and power, basically, if I would have known all of this, I would have stopped the visa. Yeah. It's all control and power. I don't know if she knows what love is. You don't. We don't love yourself. Yeah. I, I, but I think of, of everybody. Rob, Rob, Rob is similar. I don't know if he knows uh, what, what that is. 
Um, but <sighs> I just don't know. I think her definition of that is two people mutually hurting each other until they say one each other sorry. I mean, it almost reminds you of a Lalu relationship where there always has to be drama for them yeah. just to feel yeah. like there's a relationship. Oh, she can't get off my screen and him. They can't get off my screen quickly enough. Ugh. I, if they stay together, they'll be back. She does too much. She does probably too much good sound bites and stuff. They, I can see them having her back on. I disagree. I don't think. She's great TV at all. I'm just saying, they like, Sharp likes it when we talk about people. If Big Ed isn't the example and Angela. I think both of them have more natural charisma, natural charisma on camera than Nikki does. I do too. I do too. Nikki's trying too hard. She does, but she's gotten cast in all these reality shows for something. Yeah. I agree with you. I hope not, but it's Jabri energy is what it is. I felt like, did I see that? No, they're not on 90 day diaries. Thank God. That's the show. That's the show, everybody. So there you go. That's your part one. Part two, we're going to be talking about Clayton. We got the shitty people taken care of. (laughs) Clayton, Annalie, Devin, Sam and Citra. Sam and Citra. Um, Yeah. So, all right. You know, the deal. Go to realitygaze.com. That's where you find all of our show information. Ooh, this coffee just kicked in. Oh, no. Like, I'm going to be up for part two. Y'all, there's an there's an in and out truck out there and this <sighs> catering to, and I, all I can think about is in and out, but they, they you have to have a ticket and they're, they're doing they're, it a company event. A company event. So if I went out there, they wouldn't even give me a hamburger if I wanted to pay for it. And I know you sissies in Texas say, in and out's not good. And you're, you're wrong. Right. It's, not, it's not as good there. It's like Sonic. Sonic is not as really? good here. In and out is not as good in Texas. In California, it's fantastic. Anyway, do they like gay people? I don't know. In and out. I hope that so. Bible verses on there. I know cups. it worries me. Oh well, uh, I love it animal style. <laughs> All right, everybody. We call these people lonely Yikes. hearts because uh, interpret that how you want. Because uh, aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yeah, and if you want to tell someone you're by, maybe give them a gift. <laughs> a buy basket. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Here's my buy basket. Here's my buy. Maybe, maybe, especially, actually, you know what? No, the, everyone's going to be better than Rob at doing this. <laughs> Everyone. Tell people you're by. And you know Tell what? someone you're by today. Tell Rob to suck it. Exactly. All right, y'all. See you next week. Bye. Bye.